Welcome, welcome to Encourage Radio. Welcome to the house, Raina. Raina, say hi to everybody. Hello and welcome. We are so glad you guys are here. If this is new to you, it's new to us. Yes. You're listening to episode two. Here we go. Here we go. Quick explanation, Encourage Radio is a part of Encourage Media. And um, like if you're a dad listening to this and didn't know this, well, wives, share this with your husbands. Uh, we also have another podcast called Front Sight for Men. So Encourage Media is kind of like the house um, that provides the material. Encourage Radio is like the uh, built around the 1940s where the only entertainment and news the family had was the family radio. And they gathered around it at a certain time to hear a show or to hear a broadcast. We want this to be this for you. Yes, the modern day getting back to the basics of family. Exactly. Gather the family, a little fireside chat around a radio, now called a podcast, um, that we're going to dive into. Okay, we're going to try our best to keep this um, below 30 minutes for busy moms, busy dads. Um, and, and sitting in the car line, picking up kiddos, um, lunch break, whatever. All right. So now episode two, uh, we shared with you last um, time in episode one that these would be future con- uh, episodes. Here's 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 a big one. We, we get this asked a lot. And as a matter of fact, Rodney um, and Kylie did a great job of research. And I mean, they took six months to research. And so what I wrote out Months ago, they confirmed, like, and overwhelmingly confirmed, this is the number one parenting question being asked. Wow. Now, on Google, on all platforms, Google, YouTube, influencers, when families are asking questions, this is the number one scenario. Now, imagine a wheel, and it has 10 spokes. Um, so there's there's ten ways this word conflict or battle could could stretch. We're gonna cut try to cover like three of them. Okay. In three different ages. Let me get, let me give you guys the title. Okay. The title is Help. My home <laughs> is a battlefield. We, it's real. Yeah. Like here here's what we fight about bedtime. Like getting them to bed is a struggle. Uh, we fight over media time, like Facebook, um, games. Right. My kid says he or she hates me. Wow. Now. We were just talking, Raina made a great point, so let me just get this out right now. If you're listening and you think the topic sounds like it's oriented around a certain age, like maybe a a baby or a toddler, it does not. Um, It's going to cover up to uh, your teenage, probably even your adult, young adult age. And we're going to share that in just a moment because most of the material that you'll study will tell you, even for your adult age child, go back to the basics of things that were implemented, should be implemented, or reminded, okay? So no matter where you are on the parenting spectrum of, of I, I'm expecting, i got a brand new baby, um, I've got a middle schooler, whatever, right? We're going to cover all the ages with this. This is a big topic, I'll be honest. Like when you and I were reviewing this, uh, five other episodes sprung up from this one episode. And remember, we, we just can't cover all of this. So we're going to cover a lot of basics on 
on this today. What we're actually talking about right now is is learning the difference between disrespect and abusive language or behavior. We're learning the difference between willful disobedience yes. and maybe um, uneducated, maybe or are just not aware that it's that it's disobedience. Like they just don't know that how they're expressing or how they're acting. Um, is as actually disobedience depend upon the age. Maybe it's just frustration, right? So learning those differences. But we want to help handle conflict in the home. Here's what we know, and you've got to learn this. Disrespectfulness needs to be dealt with swiftly because the child is basically saying, I'm in charge, you're not. That's the underlying tone of this response. But you have to learn like what's what's an appropriate response in dealing with it swiftly. Yes, it that's does. the key is the appropriate response that swiftly does not mean a backhand or a cutting remark or yelling, yelling, just something to cut it off. Or I knew you would do that out of control yeah, yeah. Um, without discernment. Yes. How to really handle the situation. Um, gracefully, yeah. yet, you know, as now being stick obedient. with us. Stick with us through through all this episode because we're going to get into like step one, two, three, if you will, like some pointers. But we want to we're we're letting you know right up front we're we're defining what swiftly means and what it does yes. not mean. It does not mean you, you throw the shoe down the hallway. Um, all right, so we want to make sure we're clear about that. What we mean by swiftly is. Don't be passive about it. Don't be passive-aggressive about it. Don't let it go unnoticed. Go back to episode one when we talked about one of the keys of knowing how to respond was becoming the parent this child needs. Yes. And so that's what we're really going to really deal with. So bottom line, let's talk about swiftly. Here's some things you need to do swiftly. Like you need to take your child and hug him or her often. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and say you're you're a terrific young person, like you are a blessing from God, and and I know right now you may not know you're being disrespectful, but this is disrespectful. But I want to let you know that I'm here to walk you through what that means. One of the things we used to say to our girls all the time was, "I love you, but I don't like what you're doing." That is right. We had to differentiate between the two. You have to separate the action from yes. who the child is um, in their identity. Right. Yes, perfect. Like, I know you want to talk on that some more. Like, you can keep on going if you want, but that's uh, that's huge. Like, one of the things we were taught and we read, it's, it's make a statement that says, as a mom and dad, you want me to be respectful to you. Like, you're asking, you're, you're, you're sort of stating that without saying those exact words. Um, then you've got to be respectful to myself, like to mommy and daddy. Like, we're, we're here to teach you that. Like, whether it's frustration, whether it's insecurity, whatever's going on right now that you don't understand, that you haven't put your hand on, that's part of our job as a parent. Yeah. To plan ahead, think ahead. Yeah. Yeah. And just to know that a child at a young age, they do ask the question, why? Mm. And it's not because I said so. Mm. And your goal is first time obedience. Right. Just like Christ wants first time obedience from us for our own safety. Boy. First time obedience from a child is so important for their safety. Kind of like you see these parents like, well, I'm going to count to three 
one, two. I'm like, a lot can happen from one to three. If a child is on a street corner, a car is going by, you need them to trust you enough to say, no, stop. First time time obedience. And that's a habit that is created for their own safety. Just like Christ wants us to follow his commandments for our own safety. Well, I mean, it goes back to the beginning. God, as we said in episode one, God placed limits and boundaries, yes. even with Adam and Eve, his first children. Yes. He play, and he, he he expected with those limits, he defined like this is what will happen if you disobey. Yeah, the Ten Commandments. Those weren't yes. a bunch of things that of knots. It was okay. Let's do these things so you don't hurt yourself. Yeah, one of the key things is um, a lot of times we talk about swift responses. Sometimes the inappropriate swift responses, discipline just comes out of the blue. Yes. Like kids are like, wait, 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 what? I didn't know what I was doing was wrong, and now I'm being punished. That's because maybe boundaries weren't set up appropriately to define, like, this is the yard, and if you play outside of this yard, if you know what I mean, like, these things will happen. And so often if we haven't defined that parameters, yes. kids are gonna, kids. are kids. Like, they're going to do things that they've, like that you and I don't want them to do, but they don't know they're not supposed to do them. Well, just like we have new situations that we have to learn how to integrate into, yes, they need to learn that discipline is transferable. That's great. That if you're in this one situation, all of a sudden they're in a new situation. Right. Well, they're learning of, oh, okay, this act of obedience transfers into this situation as well. Wow, that is so key. They've never been there before. Right. And so many times we're like, what'd you do that for? They didn't know. I know. And for us to realize the difference between willful disobedience and just disobedience. Right. And then you just kind of talk to them about it. Like, hey, you kind of lost your brains here, but this and this and this was a step. A lot of the time they're like, oh, okay. (laughs) And and reason why that's important is we have to think about it this way. Just like you said, just as parents, we come into new situations and we don't know how to respond. Well, that inappropriate response, just like a good response, becomes a habit, even for us. Well, it becomes a habit for kids. This is why it needs to be dealt with immediately in a a biblical, effective, uh, healthy way, because number one, it's new to them in some instances. They're making this decision poorly, or they're, they're acting out this way poorly, and you and I need to be ready for that and help demonstrate that, because if we don't, then it's become a habit. Fast forward just six months down yes. the ro- down the road, and now what they're doing is now a habit. Now we've got to unwind six months. Well, and it goes back to our consistency as a parent. Even when you're at home, I think nowadays, you know, just that guise of getting on internet, Instagram, doing other things, activities. As a mom, sometimes you're at home by yourself all day. Yes. And so you have your kiddos, and then all of a sudden you're out with the other mamas. You're wanting to talk. You're wanting yeah. connection so bad. Well, there are situations that may be happening with your kids. You have to be so self-aware yeah. to realize no matter what my need is for connection at that time, and I see out of the corner of my eye that little Johnny's getting into something that he shouldn't be, you have to be so self-aware and still on your game to say, excuse me for a minute, I'm yeah. going to walk over here and just have a little discussion. Many times we're like, we're wanting connection so bad, we see right. all the stuff going on beside us, we don't stop what we're doing to address it 
in the very beginning before it escalates. Yeah, and so then fast forward two hours later, you've you've yes. been at the park. Two hours later, little Johnny Throckmorton does it again. Yes. And this time you're done because you've seen it twice. He doesn't know what's happened twice. No. And you're like, what are you doing? Yes. And they're like, oh, well, I'm doing what I just did an hour ago. Well, exactly. and, and we have to run those scenarios yes. of what we're handling right now. Play that out in your head. Yes. We try to teach our adult children, like say in ministry and things like that, as a decision maker, like if somebody comes up and tells me something, I have to play out that scenario 10 steps down the road if I make this decision. Well, the same thing goes into parenting and with the child. If I let Johnny run around everywhere... And then all of a sudden later on, I'm like, why are you running around everywhere? Right. Well, did we set the structure ahead of time? Exactly. Of of what that expectation is before we get there? Like, hey, we're about to go into church. It's going to look like this. Yes. We're going to go get oh, checked that's in. You play that whole scenario. That's you perfect. let that child know ahead of time before you arrive to that new situation what the expectations are. Yes. And then when we're in there, you're like, okay, remember, we're going to do this and this and this. You know, we have to set those guidelines. You know, like one of our little roles, whenever I was visiting with people in the lobby or whatever, and I had, of course, a newborn, a three-year-old, a four-year-old, and I was by myself. You were at church early in the morning. Yep. I had to plan the day before to get ready. Everything, clothes, no, food, Nobody all of it. was ever there with me to get where I needed to go. Right. And so I had to set up like, okay, you come up and you kind of tap me on the leg. I may be visiting with somebody, but I promise you are valuable to me. I will get to your question. Right. But I have to be, as a parent, strong enough to say, excuse me for a moment while I talk to my little one. Right. Two, my child has to feel trust from me because of the small discipline changes at home. Yep. That is so important. Goodness gracious. That was a gold mine. Um, right there. That was at that. That was worth an apple pie from McDonald's. I'm just kind of apple kidding. pie. I know, Manelli. We're moving forward. <laughs> We're moving forward. But okay, here. But now this segue into what they need to learn. Yes. And you just said it. Make up your mind before you lose your mind. Yeah, it's like you have to have a game plan. Make up your mind before you lose it. Yeah, and if you're not on your game plan, yes. You are exhausted as a mom or as a dad. Many people are double income nowadays. Um, Dads are the ones at home doing things. It's just as important for dads to learn those basics as well as moms because there are so many shared roles in that that even when you both get home at night, guess what? You're both exhausted. Yeah. And she may be home all day and you're exhausted. Husband, you're at home all day. Uh, You know, sometimes you hear wives saying, I just need another wife. You know what I mean? Kind of deal. But you and I, we've learned those those balances of roles. And I never said whenever it comes to this about that battlefield, I never said, wait till your father gets home. No, we did not say that. You never divide. Nope. The importance of either. And as for a father as well, wait till your mother gets home. No, you address the situation then or that child begins to lose respect for you whenever that father's not there. And that's where, like you said, going and handling the situations, you know, 
walking circumspectly, yeah, taking those thoughts captive. All right. right. So what does that mean? Situation occurs. I need to get off the internet. I need to get off what I'm doing and address it. Because right what we've then. learned is you need to give mental exercise and thought before the situation happens, or you're going to give mental thought and exercise to how am I going to get out of this? Oh, yeah. And it takes a lot more to dig it, back out. It than takes it a does lot more to dig out. To take the step back. Exactly. So make but up you, your mind before you lose it. Yeah. And you can start over. You can start over. Yeah, but it is hard work. Right. But you can do it no matter so what age. What this is telling me is is a basic principle, and you and I know it. Expect children to act like children. Yes. Like like I say this all the time, uh, the uh, even athletics that are put into the Hall of Fame are only producing about 30% of their career. Yes. Like baseball. Like point three zero zero is considered a, an excellent hitter. That's 30% of the time yes. they hit the ball. We're expecting our kids to do it like 80% of the time. Yes. And then we get mad at them when they don't. And one, they don't even know like how to hit, and we're expecting them to hit. Anyway, exp- now, you, here's the truth, and we know this. You can't you can't train a child to be perfectly compliant all the time. No, not at all. Right? But at the same time, when you see these little behaviors that crop up, um, you need to make adjustments because if you don't make adjustment, that becomes their perspective. And being willing to look beyond. Yeah. And that's to a good know point. that your child is not like you don't make excuses for them. Right. Oh. Um, and that's very important. Yes. And to realize, like, you know what? My child just isn't focusing quite like they need to. Being willing to look outside the scope of saying, you know what, I may need some partnership help in this, or in comparison to other ones, I'm not making excuses of, oh, they're really, really, really busy. No, there may be other things going on that we need to press into and be willing to get our kids the help they need early on. So just making sure that you really look at the whole situation, yeah, and you either don't make excuses or you're not so performance-based that you cut off your child because you're embarrassed right. of that child's performance. Right. You have to really just, I think that really goes back to still grounding in your walk with the Lord and being sensitive and discerning Oh, it does. You can't do situation. it without it. Because what we're trying to answer here is we're still building off the question, what do I need to become for this child? Yes. That was episode one. But today we're dealing with conflict, yes. right? So first and foremost, you you need to expect your children are going to act childish, but it helps with that grounding. Here's another important one is you need to remember that you're the mature one, right? Like the parent is the mature, meaning so many times like the the kid will do something ridiculous and we will respond in a ridiculous way. Yes. And what I mean by that is just overreacting or whatever, you know, yelling or or whatever. No, no. You need to remain um, emotionally and control yourself. And that's hard, isn't it? It's very hard, right? Yeah. Like, now here's the irony. As a parent, you're supposed to be teaching them how to manage their emotions. That's And they learn that from you. Now, they don't learn that from you in intentional in intentional one-on-one conversation. They, they're watching you. They may have their ha- head in a game or a book, or they may be yes. making mud pies in the backyard and 15 feet away from you, but they hear the conversations you have with each other. They hear your conversations on the cell phone. Yes. You're driving in the minivan, 
and you're driving down the road and you're like, well, I did, yes. And they they hear all of that. And now they think, oh, that's how you're supposed to talk is dibby, dibby, dabba, dabba, do. And especially I tell moms, you know, if you're disrespectful to your husband. Yeah, that was dibby, dibby, disrespectful. Yeah. I mean, your kids are listening to you be disrespectful to your husband, 100%. to someone else. Yes. So what is that child going to treat your husband like? Yes. If you're complaining, if you're a gossip, I know that for us, we've always tried to just not talk church right. in front of our girls. Yes. I don't, in the hallways, just watching our conversations, um, they're always watching and listening. They're always yeah, they're, because they're I mean, obviously, they're born that way. They're they're born with no reference. Right. You're the reference and everything is the reference for them. So. So how do now again, I, I wish we could go deeper and we are in future episodes like, OK, legitimately, I have a 14 year old that, that three times a day yells at me. I hate you. So we're, we're going to get into specifics, but not in this one. We have to start with the basics, and that is uh, you got to get control of yourself. You got to plan ahead. Uh, go back to asking the question, what do I need to become for this child? Expect your children to act childish in a childish manner, you, right? They're going to be that. So what does that mean? It means here, here's one. Seek to understand um, the emotion, uh, the fear, the insecurity behind disrespect. So if you discover that it's disrespect or will, willful disobedience, like, like why? Like, why is that? No matter what age, like, why, why are they walking? Th- what is going Have am, am I, did I do something to contribute to that tension or that anxiety? Is this just natural in their life? Because right now there's so much uncertainty of what they're about to do. Uh, maybe depending upon if they're in middle school and they've just come home from, you know, a rough day and they don't really want to go back tomorrow, but they don't want to tell you everything that happened or, or right, if they got a, a bad grade or a lower grade that they expected and they're internalizing all of that in their head and they slept on that night and then they wake up and they're just a little antsy. We do the same thing. Like when Monday we go to work and we're like, oh, I didn't finish this project. We don't say it out loud, but we stew and and stir all Monday night. And then we wake up in the morning and we're like, why does the coffee taste bad? You know, we start complaining about the coffee because we're already anxious about going to work on Tuesday because the project we didn't finish on Monday. Your kids are the same way. Yeah. And realizing to have that conversation, I mean, for us, that car time was so important. Yeah. Car time's huge. Being able to have that conversation on the way to school. Hey, how was school today? Fine. No, that wasn't, you know, that wasn't a fair answer. You know what I mean? Like, okay, let's talk about it. I didn't think about this. Tell them what, what you're, you're, you have one question of the girls every day. Do you remember what is your... Um, what is your high and your low? We started that whenever they were little bitty in yeah. prayer time. Yes. We would circle up in prayer. Somebody would be the engine. Somebody would be the caboose. Right. And we would share our highs and lows for the day. Yes. And then we would get just a perspective from it. And so we really tried to do that, talking all the way through the teen years. Yes. You know, how was I feeling today? Validating their feelings. Um, I think that's hard as an A-type personality, as a mama. For me, I'm a fixer. I'm like, oh, okay, you got to do this, this, and this, this. Sometimes, and we even heard this recently, just validate where I am today. Right. Even if you can't fix it, just validate how I'm feeling. And we feel that way as well. But it's just so key to start that conversation of, you know, before the anger starts and to make sure mom and dad are on the same 
oh, playing yeah, field. Got, yeah, that's important. I mean, if you're, if dad is like, oh, go ahead and let him do it. And mom is saying, no, this, yeah. this, this. You're going to have an out of balance child. Yeah, that needs to be episode three. That needs to, yeah. that's a whole episode in yeah. itself. Yeah. But okay, so here's something you said. I don't know if they heard it or not. So basically what you were dealing with was, oh, you said we started that young, that, that question, what was your high and what was your low? You began asking that when they were real little and we still do it to today. Yes. And we've got a... How old are they now? Oh, my goodness. 20, 25, almost 26, and 23. Uh, 24? God, I, oh, I feel oh my bad. Goodness. Oh, my girls aren't listening. 20. <laughs> okay, let me just say this. They're all in their 20s. Anyway, but my point is you still do it today. Now, here's my point. Here's my point. You still go back to the basics we I did do. with them when they were three months old as what we do now when they're 20s. Yeah, as you say, it's like a golf swing. Yes. You can have a golf swing on a on a little what, par course. three, or you can be playing a nice, nice game of golf somewhere else. The swing is still the same. The swing doesn't change no matter the price yes. of the course. Yeah, and so it's just those basic um, conversation yes. starters. Um we need with our kiddos, even when they're angry and trying to find out, you know, okay, what is the why behind it? That's a great question. No, that's a great question. Yeah. Ask those, what, what is the why? And, and, and can I be a little funny here? Like, why are we asking that? Um, because we're all trying to figure out like, what do I need to become for this child? How can I remain in charge? How can I respond uh, swiftly but appropriately in a healthy manner, not an unhealthy manner? Like, how how can I? It, what is my child teaching? Remember, babies making parents. What is this child teaching me right now about myself that I need to improve so they can improve? Right. That's why you're asking the why. Yes. Like, why are they going through this? Why are they experiencing this? What are the factors? And the question of highs and lows. Honestly, that's a great conversation starter because it lets you re- it, it 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 starts them being able to express what they're feeling. So then you can well, why did you feel that way? Well, why did it, why did this happen? All of that and realize the spiritual battle and the battle of the mind yes. because so many times insecurity, especially what they face nowadays, this starts goodness second grade first grade, all the way through those teen years, that insecurity thought of, I'm not worthy, I'm not this. You have to nip that in the bud early and help them get, just like you've been teaching on Sunday mornings, you know, it's like it battles in that mind. Well, it starts early. You just said, uh, uh, Barney Fife, Andy Griffith, uh, people, Mayberry, nip it in the bud. (laughs) Nip it in the bud. But that is so true. All right, let me just wrap this up because we want to be good to keep this at a good time because I know there's a thousand questions, a thousand scenarios that are coming from this. Here's some tips and pointers. Ask yourself this question. Am I saying these following things to my child? This will help help with conflict. I'm proud of you. Wow. I believe in you. Mm -hmm. You can do it. I'm there for you. I love you. I'm sorry I was wrong. Like I've had so many dads recently listening to Front Sight that have learned I need to go back and tell my kid, like I need to show them like dad fails at work. And so this is where I failed at work. Like, I failed today. Um, That's huge. Will you forgive me? Thank you. And what do you think? Okay, so these are all statements. Go back, rewind um, uh, this episode. These are statements that, believe it or not, help alleviate, if not eliminate, and definitely negotiate um, uh, conflict. Big topic. Mahoma's a battlefield. How do I deal with bedtime, dinner time? How do I deal with when my child says... 
all of this, we're introducing the basics, right? Yes. Before we ever get into specific actions and specific scenarios. Here's what we know. Teach your child this one verse, Philippians 2.14. Do all things without grumbling. <laughs> you want to talk about the Bible? Take them there and then teach them why, like how the enemy uses grumbling. Like, remember, your job as a parent is to help them navigate the emotions that they're feeling. Well, you have to learn how to navigate them yourself, correct? Yes. So remember, here's where we are. Help. My home is a battlefield. Help us. We're fighting with bedtime. We're fighting over media time. Mom and dad, we're hopefully helping you learn and discover how to detect willful disobedience over ignorant disobedience. Like, I just don't know. We pray this has been a blessing to you. Raina, thank you for being a part of this. All right. It was fun. It has been awesome. Like, subscribe, share, even comment everywhere you find podcasts. We love you guys. We're praying for you. Talk to you soon. Bye.